Let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful box. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. He does that pretty good. <laughs> Thank you for that, Eric. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from whatever your studio is called, and I'm from whatever my studio is called. And we are back up, back up. I need you to back up. It's too close. Way, way, way too personal. Uh, hi, Randy. How are you? What's up, brother? Man, I'm super good. Is this the first time we've talked since we got back from Nicaragua? It's, it is. It is. It is. It's the first time it's you and I have talked since the last time we did a show. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm doing fantastic. In case you, you didn't notice, uh, I'm on top of the world. had this amazing uh, trip down to Nicaragua. You might have heard we were doing it. Um, you would know that we were on the trip because you had last week off. And uh, But, yeah, no, it was, it was super cool. Uh, happy to get back. It's the beginning, technically, of season six. I think we confused some Ish. people by, like, yeah, yeah. We, confused we, me. We, yeah, okay, yeah we, we confused all of ourselves. We were trying to not break up the first segment. We didn't want to do one show and then immediately take a show off. So we, like, did a show that you and I called Wild Card, and then, like, Jordan later was like, yeah, I mean, technically, according to the schedule, that was the first episode of season six. I was like, no, that was kind of like a, it's kind of like an off episode. He's like, no, that was that was definitely the first episode. No, but the good news is, Randy. The good news is, no one, absolutely no one, listens to Jordan. So we Perfect. are doing just fine. We are going to go with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Well, let's just call today the season premiere. What do you think? Well, it is a season premiere uh, on, <laughs> well, on our show. On our show plans, so we so a little inside baseball here behind the the curtain. Hey, don't lie to the people, Randy. We have no show plans. We plan so this we have a show five minutes plan. before the show every week. <laughs> so we have a show plan. I am the I am the author and keeper of said show. Maybe plan. that's why we don't have a show plan. <laughs> 
Have you guys and ever seen this plan? I I show this as the season premiere of season six. Thank you guys so much for joining us. So excited. We're about off to me. a bang and start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We got we we got Terrence Riley in the house, so we gotta step oh. it up. We got we we got we, we gotta do. like we behave oh. ourselves. We gotta, we gotta like seem all professional, get our khakis on. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Should we both go change? Get khakis and a polo? <laughs> Uh, Chad, Chad says, I thought we were starting out uh, in reverse order with the double broadleaf. I know, Chad. I thought oh, that too. Well, Chad, we forgot. <laughs> and then we, and <laughs> what had happened was. Chad, um, we, I, Chad we need Chad uh, to stay in his lane. Stay in the lane. <laughs> Just, I thought you were about to show. promote Chad to like showrunner to keep us on no, track. No. Instead. It's like, no, you know no, what, Chad's, bro? Chad's, just uh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, just, yeah. let's let's all just move on. No one listens to Chad either. That's this is good. I mean, we're on a roll. Everybody who thinks we're wrong, no one listens to. So we can we can move forward. Just kidding, Chad. Love you, buddy. Uh, yes, we were going to go in reverse order. Randy screwed it up. That is the uh, that's the truncated abridgment. Uh, yeah. The cliff notes, if you will. Um, oh, did you ever read Cliff Notes? Did you ever use those, like in high school or college? The little orange or the yellow, like only a couple times. Like I'll admit this, just because it's been so long now. I did a couple of times, but it was never like the plan to. It was always like only if I procrastinated actually doing the reading, and then it's the night before the the either so the, the report was done. No, I I love to read, and so like I I very rarely did. I think it was only like maybe three times through college and, and high school. Where it was like last second, it was like, okay, screw it. I'm going downtown to the bookstore and buying the cliff notes. Yeah, 100%. That was back when we had bookstores. That was fun. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I, I felt myself about to say, I was like, I'm about to reference uh, uh, my, my yeah. age here. T t but, tell yeah. me you're old without telling me you're old. I got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, there's, uh, there's actually a Barnes and Noble right near my house. Like a brand that, new one. It's got believe. a coffee shop in it and everything. It's like going oh, really? on time. Yeah, we, you know what? We could do this. All night and not talk about the cigar or the show or reference anyone in Colorado uh, at the dugout. We could just we could just hang out. Like let's just get rid of everybody else. Just, just like the old just, days. We never hang out anymore. Like... You ignore all my phone calls. It's really like I'm starting to take it very very personally. <laughs> you let's know, just you know, let's just great. air it all out. Let's air it okay. out. All right, so so we'll, just one more thing, and then we really will get back to the show. Uh, so so everyone that follows along knows Robbie is a total like uh, horror movie buff, and mm -hmm. at some point over the last couple of years, I changed his ringtone to the Emperor's walk up music from uh, from Star Trek. Oh, did I say Star Trek? How weird! Um, I never make that mistake. At any event, but then his then his text notification is from friday the 13th right when when jason's like starting to move in the woods behind the scene he goes so every time i get a text message from, from robbie my phone the shh, shh, shh. you get terrified so, so I'm, I'm 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 prepping for the show tonight and i've got a three-year-old son for those that uh don't follow along and and robbie's texting the group and all of a sudden i hear my son just going Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> he starts imitating the text notification. It was brilliant. And you're gonna wonder why, you know, later in life he's got uh he's all screwed up because he's scared of <laughs> or maybe he no, becomes he's, he, he's not scared of anything and he's oh, racking okay. in the dough making yes. these awesome movies. Right. That I'm gonna help him write. See, this is this is Andre and I are gonna be 
Oh, this is going to be real. Like I'm going to be <laughs> in my 70s and we're making horror movies. This is going to be awesome. Sounds like Bring back all plans. the practical effects and everything. It'll be great. Boys, how's everything going in Colorado? In the everything is out. going great. Uh, finally, we're starting to get little hints of, of decent weather, although it is snowing right now as we speak. But um, The sun was out and snowing today. Yes, it was, it was both, um, which is a rare kind of occurrence. Super cool. But uh, yeah, we're are, we're are there snow rainbows? By any chance? They're no. called snainbows. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh. <laughs> that, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're oh, we're, we're jazzed fun. about this show. We're super excited, guys. That we have, yo, I don't wanna fight Cerberus. It's uh, season six, and and it, I would have if you'd have told me, you know, a few years ago we got past. Episode six, I would have been like, oh, you know, <laughs> no way that's going to happen. I'm just kidding, it's, of course. I, I, I agree with that completely. You didn't have to sit next to Randy. I did. Yeah. We got, uh, uh, oh, and by the way, I don't want to hesitate to say we got uh, our studio audience there, Scotty and Matt, boys. Thank you guys for always in the weather to make it to the, to the, uh, to the yeah. studio there. They're always Ooh, here to support you, too. really not much weather. I mean, <laughs> seriously, there's barely flurries coming down. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, shirt, Scott. All, Scott. all I heard it's was rough. there's bears and grizzlies. <laughs> and flurries. <laughs> and flurries. bears, meth gators, <laughs> you name it, we've got it. It's just we, we're going full we had, to, we had to fight through all of it to get to the yep, studio. All of it, all of it. Yeah. Sharknado. That's you better. Uphill, just uphill both ways. Yep. Yeah, I get it. All right. We'll jump into the show here in a second. But if you guys will indulge me for a moment. Yes. Just quick, a quick, quick moment. Uh, my mom had to put her dog down today. Oh. We had to, we had to put Coco down. She was 17 and a half. Wow. Gee, many Christmas. Uh, and That's it was good, uh, good kind of unexpected. It, uh, uh, she uh, uh, declined pretty quickly. So if we could raise a glass yes. to Coco. Yes. Yes. What was the dog's name? Coco. Oh, yeah. You just said that. All right, here's yeah, to Coco. Coco. Here's to Coco. Oh, I hate rest. to hear that. You gotta, that's sad. Oh, Coco, right. I tell you, Coco, you done good. While well, uh, yeah, something didn't happen, I had a little bit of this. Bad I had some that. of this rare breed. What was that dog uh, wild turkey, oh, wow. rare breed, rare rye. breed, right? This is freaking delicious. I just picked up this bottle uh, like a week ago. It is very, very good. One hundred and twenty-two and a half. This? It's good. No, this is one. This is one twelve. No, Coco. And dog ear. Oh, oh. Dang. No, no, it's one fifteen. She's, she's getting close to the, to the to the proof of the whiskey. You know Sorry. you're doing well, but yeah, she Coco had a good life, and uh, and yeah. So thank you for indulging me there. Let's get yeah. back to. Well, I think it's a, it, show, it's somewhat maybe. apropos to bring yes. up dogs on this show uh, of yeah. all shows as tonight's oh, nice transition. first cigar of segment one of season six is the Guardian of the Farm Cerberus. This came in at number seven on the Cigar Dojo Cigar of the Year 2022 list. As you can see, we've got uh, a rendition of Robbie Look and I out in space. Yeah, look at so so. Get this. So, so Cerberus is uh, also known as the Hound of Hades. It is in Greek mythology a three-headed dog that was meant to keep the dead in the underworld uh, so that they wouldn't escape and come after the living. Uh, in in one version that I saw, it was believed that um, Kerberus, which is a, a, a Latin word for spotted dog. Um, 
It, it was believed to be a spotted dog with a serpent tail, a mane of uh, of snakes, <laughs> and paws of a lion. So say that. Say that again. For whatever. So for whatever one more, it's one worth. More, one more time. One more time. <laughs> you heard what I said. Serpent. But he looks like this. <laughs> the is, one in the middle, his jaws guy's, just his like jaws open like five thousand feet. <laughs> and, and you'll notice that I'm I'm the one on the right because I'm the shorter one. Like yes, I'm armed. Fact. I've got a weapon there in my hand. Randy's not even armed yet. Like I'm ready to go. Yeah, Randy's I'm like, not looking at me like, scared, hey, "What's going bro. on?" I'm 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 about to reach in my pocket. Pull it's like, out yo, a snack. let's go pet him. We should pet him. <laughs> yeah, I want to give this guy a, a dental treat. You know, that's how, that's how you live to seventeen and a half in dog wor- him, world. Is is taking care of your greenies. dental hygiene. Um, yeah. So so again, it's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I I did I did do a little uh, studying about Cerberus last night. Uh, I I I looked into this cigar as well. So let's talk a little bit about this. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot over the next five episodes about um, cigar of the year. Uh, what our process here at Cigar Dojo? We'll throw some shade at everybody else that tries to come up with a list. We'll throw shade at anyone, anyone that throws shade at our list because our list is the best, like it or not. Um, but we do just do ten cigars of regular production in our uh, in our Cigar of the Year list. Um, and Cerberus coming in at number seven, super exciting. Obviously for us, uh, unlike some of the other lists. Um, this is actually a list of new releases for the year calendar year of 2022. So all these cigars had to have been put into full uh, production uh, between January 1st and December 31st of 2022. Cerberus is a line extension from a fantastic uh, cigar. This is, uh, I believe, the third uh, different variation of Guardian of the Farm from Aganor Salif. Their very first one was uh, the son of owner uh, David... Fernandez, um, his son Max Fernandez, who's now a blunder. There, d- yeah, that doesn't sound right, does it? Eduardo, Eduardo, where did I get David? That was weird. His name uh, is Josh. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Fernandez. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Max Fernandez, the son of Eduardo Fernandez, the owner of Agnor Salif, um, uh, partnered with Kyle Gellis on some tobaccos that they had there to make an all Nicaraguan puro. Um, and and a blend that that really um, focuses on some of the more nuanced characteristics of uh, the tobacco that comes out of the Agonorsa farms there in um, in, in Nicaragua. Clearly, Terrence nobody is running the show at this point. Um, We're letting and, Randy talk way too much, Terrence. That's <laughs> clearly and, and and so no, but this is a really fun one. If you guys haven't paid attention and noticed, so server uh, so Guardian of the Farm uh, came out and. Oh, and they've they've now they've they've now used this uh, this blend to launch their last two big innovations in wrappers, and so um, they they did Guardian of the Farm Nightwatch when they first released their shade grown Maduro, uh, and now they're they're using that bunch again to introduce the Corojo 2012. Uh, which is uh, something we've talked a little bit about on the show before. Uh, several of the brands that that uh, that buy and um, have their their cigars made at Agnor Salif have used it. Namely, HVC came out with their 10 year anniversary utilizing the Corojo t- uh, 2012. Um, uh, obviously, this was this was the first. This was the introduction uh, to the world on uh, Corojo 2012, and so I'm super excited about um, about going through this tonight and talking a little bit about 
uh, the flavors as I, I think the bunch is a little bit uh, more light, lighter in, 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 um, in intensity and allows for some nuanced characteristic to really uh, showcase the rapper. And I think that's why they continue to use this to showcase these uh, new rappers of theirs. And there you go. I wasn't ready for that. Were you, Randy, were you ready for that? No, that caught me totally off guard. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, 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 I thought like the, I thought it crashed. I didn't know what was going on. Did we just get hacked? Was, was Max Hedrum about to pop up? I don't know what was happening. Did I take Max the pill Fernandez Hedrum? I don't know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, somebody mentioned Harry Potter. The three-headed dog in Harry Potter's name was anyone? Nothing. Fluffy, well done. <laughs> that was totally Matt Hall, wasn't it? I yeah. <laughs> Nobody else well watches done, Harry Matt. Potter in here. Well Come done, on. Matt. Um, is that, re- is you, that really that what was... it was? Oh my god, Fluffy. Yeah. All you have to do is play him a little bit of music, and he falls right to sleep. <clears throat> Fluffy, he's a good dog. Um, okay, so Randy told us a little bit about the cigar. This is a pairing show, boys. So we're going to talk mm. a little bit about what we're pairing, and I'm realizing that. Uh, I don't have a bottle of the beer. I have the beer here in this lovely uh, Flavor Odyssey beer glass. Nice. Do, we, do, we still have, do we still have these, boys? Look at my face through the glass. Yes, that looks weird, Yes, we right? do. Yes, we do. I love that glass. Uh, so, this is a great glass. But yeah, anyway, that's, that's the beer that I'm drinking. Randy's going to tell you about his drink while I go get uh, a, um, a bottle. A bottle so that I can show everyone. So Look, as please. as I always do, I, I tuned in for Robbie's Monday update to let everybody know uh, some of the details and prep everyone for the show. Uh, and so I knew he was going with the Belgian Blonde. He's, he's going to, I hope, be totally ready to talk about that. And I'll explain to him uh, why he's mispronouncing the name of his beer and some of the I attributes am mispronouncing of his beer. it. It's, uh, it's, it's Leffy, Lefay, the Fousey, mm-hmm. what's it? Mark- Want to try again? Okay. Uh, I'd, so, go, uh, I'd go Lafay. Like, how would you pronounce this? People in the audience. Second. Give us, give us, how would you, I would say Lafay. Lef, lef, leaf. Lef, lef. Okay. That's so funny that you've now tried four different times and there's two <laughs> correct answers and you haven't got either of them. Is, wow. is it Lafay? Uh, I have chosen to pair <laughs> this fabulous cigar and I'll talk about why later, but I am drinking for the first time in my life, I believe, a white Russian. Really? Yeah. The first time? Gross. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a white Russian. What? I keep threatening to. And uh, so I, I went with, um, I have a, a local um, distillery that makes uh, coffee liqueur. I went with uh, just straight Grey Goose, uh, ounce and a half of Grey Goose, a three-quarter ounces of uh, coffee liqueur, and three-quarter ounce of half and half because I was out of heavy cream, unfortunately. But... Um, yeah, super excited to try this out. I think um, having that uh, that coffee flavor from the liqueur kind of muted and diluted somewhat by the creaminess of the half and half um, should work really well with um, what I believe this cigar has to offer from a flavor standpoint. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> so you went with uh, coffee and cream, huh? Yeah. yeah. Be careful out there on that limb, buddy. You son of a Robbie loves it's, to call me basic when I do cool it's, shit. It's dangerous. It's dangerous territory out there, Randy. It's it's precarious when you get so close to the edge, you could just fall right off. Um, I'm I'm drinking uh, I'm drinking a Luf, Lufthansa 
Lef- lefty? <laughs> lefty. Lef- all right, all right. So there are two correct pronunciations for the beer in Robbie Raz's hands. It is spelled L-E-F-F-E if you're listening on your podcast. This is a Belgian blonde coming from the country of Belgium. They speak two languages. There is the original Dutch language referred to as Flemish. And then there's also French as a primary. They literally have two primary languages in that country. Depends on what side of the country that you're on. And so the Dutch side of the country, which the brewery, insists is how they named the beer because it's named after uh, an abbey that was first brewed in 1252 uh, BC um, after AD, AD. Yeah, I'm, I'm making Holy all kinds cow. of weird mistakes tonight. Uh, AD. Um, they, they refer to it as <laughs> Leffa. 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 All right. I could get down behind that. Leffa. But like, it's it, also correct yeah. to mm-hmm. call it Leff. Just a, sh- a hard Just left, left as French. Left. Yeah. Yeah. So when I said lefty, I was kind of close. Yeah, no, <laughs> nothing you said was accurate. You're, you are left you are absolutely left? correct. Nothing I said about this beer is correct. However, uh, mm-hmm. what were my two options? Left and what else? Leffa. 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 See, then how is the E and the E pronounced E and uh? And there's I don't get an umlaut, nothing. Welcome to Dutch, my friend. Don't even <laughs> don't is, even get me go. Don't is, even get me this started. This is crazy. <laughs> don't even get an umlaut. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I can I get something? Give me something. Anyway, I I, <clears throat> I wanted to go with a beer this week. Uh, I've this is the first time I smoked this cigar, but I did uh, do some research, and I looked at some of the flavor flavor profiles. And actually, one of the things that uh, was pointed out here, I can only I, oh, by our good friend Jordan Gutterson. Uh, he said that uh, you can you can expect some natural sweetness, which is nice. I like that. And blah, 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 other things, cedar, and then a clove-like spice. So I, I wanted to kind of hmm. – clove really was the the flavor hook that I'm going for here that uh, it comes from this uh, Belgian blonde. And I went back and looked, Randy. We've done a lot of Belgian – actually, we haven't done a ton of Belgian beers. But um, <clears throat> we've never done a Belgian blonde on the show. So I figured, you know what? What the hell? Let's uh, get a lefty and uh, see what happens. <laughs> So uh, we so far so good. It's uh, once I when I first tasted the beer, Randy texted me before the show. He says, "Hold on, let me read it to the group here." <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna. I wish I could share my screen like this was a Zoom meeting. I would show everybody the whole uh, the whole thing here. It was a and private so, conversation, Robbie. <laughs> so I said, I said, Randy, I'm drinking a Belgian blonde tonight. Get out your Belgian soapbox. You can tell me everything that I think I know about Belgian beers wrong. And Randy said, bro, I watch the Monday updates just like I, I just pretend like I don't, which I really appreciate <laughs> that you do watch my my Monday lives. And then I said, well, I guess I should stop MFing you on the Monday night, Monday lives when I do those. And I do. I, I, I MF you a little bit on that. But uh, anyway, uh, you asked me if I found Lefty and I said, yes, you said, good. I will teach you how to pronounce it and explain why it is a bad choice. <laughs> uh, and, and let's be honest, Randy, Ouch. milk was a bad choice. Um, so i i was dead serious about teaching you how to pronounce it i was totally joking about why it was a bad choice belgian blondes are absolutely one of my favorite styles of beer um they're they're not readily available enough there's another one called grimbergen that's uh quite nice um they're uh they uh you know because of the the way uh alcohol and the use of, of grain was uh taxed back in the the olden days of belgium um is this uh, ad high, or bc 
<laughs> it was a weird faux pas. I never even used that. Did I use it incorrectly? Uh, but anyhow, um, the uh, so so the higher ABV beers actually um, just because of, of of the taxation and everything. Actually, uh, high ABV beers really dominated in Belgium um, back in the the the. Uh, older times when these styles really were um, becoming more popular and and uh, uh, Belgian blonde was more of like a table beer or a beer that you'd you know make at home and it, everyone would have um, and and then uh, it was kind of trumped commercially by the um, by the triple which is basically the same beer just at a higher ABV um, but but even on the Belgian blondes you're still gonna have the um, the beet based uh candy sugar they call it which is a, a a longer chain sugar it's more complex which makes it harder for the the yeast to ferment which stresses the yeast out and causes them to uh, exasperate um larger feet um ethanols and phenols and 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 just overall like aromatic esters and um Yes, in the days of of, of Arthur Terrence that, that is I was correct. Terrence I was thinking uh, it was this this might be yesteryear or maybe like <laughs> Like, like maybe the days of yore. I don't know. I, Way back. Yeah, in the- I, 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 the Belgian beer scene really Couple like fortnights came into its own and became what it is even today in the 13 and 1400s. Um, so, so like Belgian beer really hasn't changed a lot in the last, uh, you know, 900 years. Um, which hmm. is, which is one of the reasons why it's such a like. You know, for for a beer uh, fanatic like myself, it's it's such a like special thing, and it's it's like this time honored tradition the way they do things. But that beet sugar um, really is is what creates that that super unique flavor in in standard Belgian ales, um, and and so so you get you know a, a greater fruit uh, characteristic as well as a greater phenolic spice characteristic. So, um, reading. Uh, about clove, I could totally see that immediately sparking uh, Belgian beer for you. I, I I like the effort. Yeah, that was well. Thank you, <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, that was uh, that was what sparked my interest. Uh, there is, I do get a little bit of sweetness. I've had uh, several lefties in my time, and oh, that sounded weird, didn't it? Could um, <laughs> <laughs> add some connotations there. I haven't even been drinking really. It's just they just keep coming to me. It's it's. This is what it's like inside my head. Um, but I've had this beer several times, and I do get, and I don't know if, if it's the, the same thing that you were talking about there, Randy, uh, the uh, kind of a residual, not a residual sweetness, but uh, definitely a, a, an implied sweetness on the palate. Um, it's kind of like a honeyed sweetness that I taste uh, that I really like in this particular beer, and that was part of the reason why I picked it, uh, but we can get into that here in a minute. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're eating Tanner Cole's comment. <laughs> That's you can, you can share it. One. Oh. I don't know if Moses I'll... discovered Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> it's Randy and, and Moses. That's... For the record, what was he like? the thing, what was he like, things Randy? from the country of Belgium are Belgian. <laughs> so it, it was BC, Belgian though. beer. It was BC though. You know. All right, boys. What do you what are you drinking with? What are you pairing with back in the in the dugout? You guys are all smoking the same thing, I assume. Yes, uh, Yes. because this was high on our list, and uh, I uh, imagine that you all have. uh, Someone gave Jordan a free one, I imagine. So, oh yeah, you're all you're all smoking the same thing. Uh, There we go. Boom! Look at that, you guys. You guys focused at the same time. I think I think we got a killer pairing tonight. Um, 
Randy, uh, you know, we had so much fun in Nicaragua. We drank so much rum. We drank 12-year. Um, we drank the 18-year Florida Cana. Sitting out on that little patio at night, just talking and, and rapping. I thought, you know what? I'm going to do rum with this pairing. Like, it seems like it would be a fun uh, kind of bring it back. I had so much fun <laughs> on the trip. <laughs> and um, uh, so tonight we're doing the uh, Cerberus with Zafra rum. And what's nice about this rum is 21 year age rum and it. 21. It is. Zafra. Uh, Aged in bourbon casks, so uh, mm. it's super mellow, very fun uh, rum. It's going perfectly with the service. All the boys here in the studio, Jordan's doing it, um, Matt and Scott, we're all doing the exact same pairings. We have the uh, Guardian of the Farm service with this uh, Zafra rum. I haven't uh, also done this size of the service yet. Until now, I've always done the Lonsdale, mm-hmm. and this is a this is like a Toro. Yeah, I think so, we're all smoking the Toro tonight too. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. I think rum is is a good choice, uh, especially with the the flavor profile of this of this cigar. Now, um, I'll go back to uh, our good friend Jordan. What he had to say was uh, medium bodied, uh, with a natural sweetness and and lingering flavors of must, salted nuts that is very sexual, cedar and clove like spice. Now nuts, I could salted, see nuts can be salted. It's well, I was just thinking. I was thinking. You know the must. You know you're kind of getting little. little <laughs> okay, little, we do not need little, body movements. Okay. <laughs> a aggressive with your terminology there. You know what I mean? Okay, we this need is, you to this stand is, down. This is a weird show. The mustiness stands out to me. Like that's what differentiates this one from most other Agonorsa cigars. It's much more musty, in my opinion. But I think the the rum will be uh, a, a nice pairing because you're yeah. going to get that sweetness, especially an older rum. You said that was a 21 year. You're going to get a nice smooth sweetness on that. Yep. Uh, I think that'll be. Uh, I think that will be a very good pairing. Nice choice, boys. Thank you. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> Back to you, guys. Hey, by the way, just just that's just a side yeah. just a side note because you guys are talking about like flavors and that kind of thing. So we're on the Perdomo tour, and we walk into this aging room. And there's like 31 dudes, right? There's like us and a bunch of retailers and some some consumers. And and Nick is going through um, his his talk. It's super interesting. And they all all of them at at once kind of started like mocking um, cigar reviewers in a way. Oh yeah. Because this one guy was sort of like, yeah, like I don't like it when they say it, the cigar tastes like leather. Like who eats leather? You know, and they all start laughing and it was this big moment for them. But that is just so frustrating to me because you also don't eat cigars. You don't eat the cigar. Like it is Never a eaten fla- tobacco. Yeah. But I know what it's, it tastes like. Exactly. It's a flavor. You don't eat cedar, right? You don't eat cedar. You don't eat earth, right? But these are all notes that we get when we smoke cigars. So taste is mostly smell. Yeah, taste is mostly smell. And so for for the folks that are out there that just think that cigar reviewers are crazy because they come up with some of this stuff, you got to remember we we aren't eating the cigar. We are tasting it through our nose uh, and our mouth. And Randy, you can speak to this maybe even more so because nose feel hashtag. Uh, yeah, like there's so much more to uh, smoking a cigar flavor wise than just simply eating something. Like you don't eat it, right, Randy? Yeah, I mean, you, you've got your uh, olfactory, uh, you know, bulb, you know, is actually above your sinuses. So, so most of the things, and we've talked about this a lot on the show. You know, you taste literally only five. You only have five tastes on your palate. You know, you have sweet, salty, sour, 
umami, and bitter. Uh, umami, for those that aren't as familiar, um, we, we, we would usually say savory. Um, it's, you know, aged uh, meats, um, portobello mushrooms, that like kind of rich er, um, savory character. There's only five things that you taste. And, you know, we I, I do this... Um, this fun game, you know, trying to help people to kind of make that connection is, you know, taking a jelly bean and holding your nose and, and chewing it up and asking people, what do you taste? And they're going to say, you know, I taste sweet. I taste sour. Um, and then, okay, now let go of your nose. Oh, watermelon, cherry. You, you know, the, those, you don't taste watermelon. You smell watermelon. That's an aroma that we assign uh, to these things. And so... Um, I, 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 I love that this came up I, actually, uh, Eric, I don't, I don't think you were planning it, but, but, you know, talking about cigar of the year specifically and that, you know, cigar dojo, you know, kind of first and foremost, almost is a review site. And, um, and so many people are out there doing reviews and we've talked about because taste is so subjective and, uh, flavor is so subjective, you know, your best bet is really just to find someone that you can connect with that, that like they say things that you pick up specifically in a cigar, you're going to find a reviewer out there that says, Oh, this tastes like cream and pepper and cedar. And you're smoking it and you're going, I get literally none of those things. That's probably not the best reviewer for you to like follow their every single review. They, they they've got a different palette. They're picking up different things from you. Like for, for me, that's how I got into, um, into following different reviewers. Like, you know, when, when you have that aha moment, they're just like, oh, you know, I'm getting espresso and and, you know, bittersweet chocolate. And I'm going, oh, yeah, I totally am getting that. You know, I, I realized that me and that person had a, had a pretty similar palate. And I follow along and they'd be a pretty good, um, uh, uh, you know, helper on, on my road to finding flavor that I liked. And that goes right into, you know, our cigar of the year. Um uh, voting uh, all of us at, at Cigar Dojo that do reviews and even those of us that don't do reviews get a chance to vote on uh, on, on what we we believe uh, were the best cigars uh, re- released this past year and uh, and so that's a yeah I just think that's a great tie-in of you know and, I, and I've I've done that in beer before where I I, I describe a, a flavor that I'm picking up and and so often we as reviewers or those of us that are just trying to like kind of help people along on their journey are trying to create a, a memory a connection of just like, this is similar to if you were to take a, 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 a buttered piece of bread with toast or with cinnamon on it. And that's, that's a character I'm getting. That's something that's very relatable to people that haven't had a lot of cigars. And they, they're just like, Oh, I, I, I know that flavor. I can just you saying cinnamon. I can feel the tingle in my nose when I, when I'm eating, you know, cinnamon uh, buttered toast. And I love that character. If that if this cigar has that character, then like that's probably going to be something that that like you know grooves with me in general. And so I'm 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 with you. We we all kind of rolled our eyes as these people are like, who eats dirt? What do you mean earthy? <laughs> Earth is not a flavor. Like, no, actually, so, it is. But so, did, so did you guys rumble? Like, uh, no, not gre- greasers and socias or what? No, because <laughs> I, I didn't want to be like the, the total dick, you know, like the, the, the total jerk. It's like, well, actually, uh, let me step in here, Nick Perdomo. I'm gonna do a little. Uh, I'm gonna do a little talk about. No, I just, I just let it roll. They're great guys. I mean, it's just funny, and they're not the only guys that say this. I mean, obviously, we've heard this so many times from you know, like a lot of guys are like. I don't know what you guys are smoking. I just taste cigar. You know, it's like, well, why are you, why are you smoking cigars if you don't taste anything? That makes, that makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Those guys. Yeah, sad for them. Exactly. Yeah. But one, no, one it, of my it, favorite, 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say one of my favorite things from your trip as I followed vicariously from home, um, <clears throat> from home, the, uh, <laughs> was, was the first uh, the first post that that uh, was up on the do- I think it was the dojo posted or it was on the dojo page. Maybe Eric posted. It, I'm not sure. And it was several photos. And Randy was not any of them. And so I might commented, of course, like, great job keeping Randy out of the photos. And the first person <laughs> to like it was Nick Perdomo. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like you know my what? comment, not just the photos. He liked Robbie, my comment. I Robbie, I got to say, I got to say, Randy did a good job of of not being the, the complete focus of Nick's wrath during their trip. Oh, there, there was, you go. Yeah, there was times when I think it, it could have gone either way. Like, you know, it's like in, in the in the movie when the guy could go down the right path or the left path and he. He just by chance takes the right path. Well, I think Randy, he was on the verge of, of being the, the focus of Nick's wrath. But some other couple other guys took took Randy's place. They they, they sort of became they, they took that over, thankfully for Randy. And Randy was <laughs> Randy was um, he was uh, not subject to uh, Nick's Nick's wrath during the trip. But uh, no, actually, I got to say uh, everybody's asking questions. Randy, you asked really, really. Yeah. Really, really good questions, and um, so kudos to you. And you were able to, he, Robbie. You know how there's a scale of of Randy. It's sort of like, you know, like here and here, and like usually Randy's like way over here. Randy was, <laughs> he was able to maintain a nice balance, and he did a very wow. good job. Yeah. Was he medicated or? And, yeah. Well, if you count <laughs> alcohol as, uh, yeah, that's he was I, lubricated, is what he was. Yeah. 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 Lubricated. Nice. That is uh, that's and now I have one more question uh, before we can start talking about the cigars and stuff. Am I the only one that's trying to look and trying to figure out what web page Randy's looking at in his glasses? <laughs> like I'm trying to, I'm trying to read the one with a bunch of pictures. And like there were a couple of times where I was going to make some, like some inappropriate jokes like, Randy, hey, we could see what you're looking at. You might want to. Maybe change the website or something. But there was one. You had a bunch of different. It looked like you were shopping. I was trying to figure out like, what is it that you're shopping for. You know, like invasive right eye. You being invasive in my personal life actually reminds me of something. <laughs> Randy! Dojo, we did it! We made it to season six! Can you believe it? Eric just said he was surprised we made it past episode six! But here we are! And every episode of season six, just like every episode of Flavor Odyssey yet, is brought to you by the most prestigious premium cigar brand in all the world, Drew Estate! (laughs) Have you tried the newest line extension from this five-star brand? Blackened! By Drew Estate, with their initial release M81, this all-new collaborative passion project cooked up by lead singer, guitarist, and virtuoso of Metallica himself, James Hetfield, along with Rob Dietrich, the master distiller of blackened American whiskey, and of course, Jonathan Drew, founder and president of Drew Estate. Make sure you get your hands on this all Maduro beauty at a brick and mortar near you. Speaking of brick and mortars, every week I remind you that every cigar smoked on Flavor Odyssey is sponsored by Smoke It. But this week, I need to let you know 
that if you aren't within driving distance of their 11 brick and mortars, head to SmokeIn.com right after the show and get yourself the Cigar Dojo 2022 Cigar of the Year Sampler Pack. Smoking will have you covered for this first segment of Season 6 as we smoke through the best cigars of the year, only at Smokin.com. Andy, Andy, that was great, but I keep telling you, you have to remind people about the virtual uh, pack Shit. for the great smoke. <laughs> And, it's it's not he's and, not kidding. And guess what, everybody? <laughs> it's coming up. It's the what's the annual? It's the emptieth annual Great Smoke event hosted by none other than show ho- show sponsor Smoke In. It is one of the greatest events you're ever going to go to in the cigar industry. Held at the Miami South Florida Fairgrounds. They're going to have so many brands and so much cool stuff. Check out On Cigar Dojo, my article from last year, and go to smoking.com and buy your virtual pack today. It's the greatest ROI on money you can spend on cigars ever. <laughs> Only at smoking.com. Man, you were so close until you did the ROI thing. You you, you, you went know, off track I there. Know. But like you managed to get the location right. Oh. You got all of the information right. You even plugged yourself and the dojo <laughs> to read your old article. That was beautiful. And then you screwed it up with the ROI. Although it is a hell of an ROI because you're getting how many cigars they get? Oh, do, like do, 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 it's, it's something like, like four hundred plus dollars in value with like thirty five cigars all for like what is it one sixty nine, Eric? Yeah, yeah. Check out our uh, if you if you want to see it, check out our Instagram page. I put a reel up that shows everything you get in that. So if you can't go to the event, what Randy was saying, obviously the best thing to do is go to the event. It's great. I, yes. I think I've only missed a couple um, in the last ten years or so. I'm going to miss this one because we have a Honduras trip kind of right about the same time. But if you can't go to the event, that's when you get the virtual pack and you can participate that day. They're going to have broadcasts with Michael Herklotz and the gang. It's going to be amazing. And you get to kind of smoke along with it. I know, Dojo, what we're going to do, uh, Randy and Robbie, we have our virtual pack that we'll bring in that day. And then we lay all the cigars out on the table. And we have a little cigar draft. Like each guy, okay, I'll take this oh, nice. one. And then the next guy takes, he like takes fantasy that. fantasy draft. A little fantasy. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a blast. So we're really looking forward to doing the, uh, the virtual event this year. Uh, since we can't be there, it's the next best thing. Awesome. Well done, well done, Randy. That was uh, that was phenomenal work, my friend. And that I thought you were gonna burn your face off with that torch that you pulled out. What was I think that was the first time you like laughed. You've had like a laugh, uh, you know, outtake in one of these. <laughs> I, well, you right there, you put up Terrence's, Terrence's uh, comment. Quote, yeah. of, hey, look, it's Randy. <laughs> Apparently, I I, I've, I've captured a lot of screen screen time on this episode. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I see, I'm looking over here at the comments. I see a lot of people chiming in with their pairings. Uh, if you're new to the show, go ahead in the comments section, uh, go hashtag pairings and let us know what uh, you're drinking and smoking tonight and give us uh, some of your feedback. How was it? What, do you, what are some of the flavors that you're, uh, that you're getting? Um, do you eat leather? I don't know. Maybe you do. Um, <clears throat> I never have, but I see we got some Samuel Smith nut brown ale. That's a good choice. Nice. Yeah, that is a that great is choice. Good, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, actually, actually I, I, I just, 
last time, Robbie, I just had to jump in here. Um, so we are doing something special. As this is our initial, um, our inaugural segment for season Second, six. First annual. Um, we are going to be doing a special giveaway. Um, as obviously, this is something that's near and dear to us. You know, we work, we've worked with uh, Smokin for uh, several years now, where um, where Abe Babna, the owner of Smokin, has. Um, has put together, has done his best to put uh, five of our top ten into a sampler pack and make it available on Smoke In for the the Dojo Knights of, of the world. And so, um, as we're going to be smoking through these five cigars with you guys over the next five weeks, uh, during our regular audience pairing segment here that we're getting up to next, um, we ask that you guys. Follow along to the best of your ability. Uh, let us know what you chose to pair it with. Let us know some of the flavor descriptors that, that you're picking up and, and, and what you think of it. And what we're going to do differently, because this is uh, regularly available on smoking.com, everybody that wins for the next five weeks, uh, the audience pairing portion of the show is going to have their name put into a hat. And at the end of the segment, we're going to draw three names out of that hat. And three of you are going to get... Five packs sent to you directly from Smoke In. Uh, those five packs, again, starting with the cigar we're smoking tonight, is the Cerberus. Uh, we will then go to the Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf. Um, from there, we will smoke the AJ Fernandez New World Dorado. After that, we'll be moving on to the Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich. And then finishing off with our number one cigar of the year, Drew Estates, Liga Pravada, age 99. Um, these five cigars will be sent to three of the winners that win the audience pairing segment uh, th through um, the rest of the, the shows uh, for this segment. And th that begins tonight. So best of luck to each of you. I hope uh, you get your name in the hat. Hey, Randy, Robbie, uh, let me break in real quick. Uh, somebody had mentioned that the sampler on Smoke In is sold out, which is true. Uh, but I just talked to Alex. Uh, I'm just texting Alex right now at Smoke In, and he said he just got some more H99s in, so he will get that sampled back up uh, very soon. So if you nice. can't get it right now, in the next couple of days, uh, it'll it'll be back up. So that H99 is a little trickier to get because obviously it's in high high demand, and so we'll get that going for you guys. Boom! Nice, great, thank nice. you. Well done, well done. Now, and and if Randy, if you're the one sending out those prizes. Uh, the winners will know that those cigars will be very well aged. Bro, bro, that's that's the beauty of this giveaway, everybody. Everyone that knows that, like, I'm not exactly my strong suit isn't putting things in a box, putting a label on it, and then getting it out of my house. Um, these are going to be sent, Robbie, directly from Smoke In. Oh, so, the they're, so they're fastest. actually going to get them. They're going to get them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They're, 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 so they're, if you if you win, you'll get those. I still owe. I, I've given you a hard time. I still owe the whoever. <laughs> I two people won in December, and I haven't. No, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm get, sorry. Get, I, can it's, I it's can a, I can I tell you here here's the here's the like you haven't seen awesome. Either, here's the awesome, funny, and sad part all at once. Um, my man Steve Toth. He's part of um, what what is it? The Evil Crew, Jordan. Evil Council. Evil, evil Council. If if you guys receive a bomb, expecting you know you guys have been checking your mailbox, you're calling your wife from from work, like hey honey, did I get a box from Flavor Odyssey today? And you guys end up getting a box with cigars, and there's a note, there's a challenge coin, a ten year challenge coin, or and or a note that says the E, um, 
T-E-C strikes again. That's the evil council. That's my man Steve Toth sending you guys bombs. I, I feel terrible, Robbie. I've been getting love on Dojoverse. People are like, oh, my bomb from Flavor Odyssey showed up. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Robbie. This is great. And I'm looking at him like, Robbie didn't send that. That's I know I didn't send that. <laughs> We'll and just, so I figured we'll, it out. We'll Nicaragua. send Steve a check. Steve, your check's in the mail, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's uh, no, that's that's awesome that he's that he's sending those out. I've been seeing those yeah. uh, those pop up too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool stuff. Um, so before we get into the uh, audience pairings, Randy, let's talk a little bit about ours. Give our our feedback and our final opinions uh, of our um, we've been talking about so many of the things we haven't really talked about the pairing and the cigar too much so uh why don't you uh go first because yep. i'm not really ready to answer quite yet all right great so so you know i get um i get some of the flavor notes that jordan had in his review i definitely am getting cedar getting some nice light spice the the clove strikes me as interesting i don't get uh, such a strong spice character to, to me it is a more subtle um maybe white pepper some baking spice i definitely like literally when i was describing the the buttered toast with cinnamon um that wasn't like just like out of, out of the thin blue sky like that's what i'm getting uh with, with this cigar i'm definitely getting some nice toasted bread um uh i really like the the subtle nuance I, I, i'm getting like complexity of wood like like it's so easy just to say cedar um and and because stop you know, it and, and, oh jesus stop it robbie <laughs> but but uh, you know as, as most people know you know both you and i working uh in the wine industries in our lives um you know we're we're hyper you know i've i've smelled a a, a fresh oak barrel um uh toasted fresh oak barrel uh, more times than than most uh people have so like i'm de definitely getting some oak i'm definitely getting some of that sweetness of the cedar it's not all cedar but like like wood is definitely like this undertone uh that that i get from the cigar that that really like gives this nice structure and base for some of that spiciness um I, I definitely get some of that like jalapa sweetness. The, of, you know, it's funny that we had this conversation on this show of all shows. Like this one, I I, I think we've I've ever used this once ever in in five seasons we've done this show. This is very tobacco to me. Like this is just like this has just this raw tobacco so character basic. to it. I know you think I'm basic, but <laughs> um, but this is like it's just like a raw core like it, it it's it's fair fairly like um medium mild in in intensity and so um but it has a lot of great aromatics again that that, that sweet jalapa character that i love for magonorsa leaf is definitely part of the equation um I'm not getting any of that, that like black pepper esteli punch it's it's much more nuanced lighter cigar this is really really nice uh, i can see this going with a lot of great beverages kind of uh less intense than so many of the you know bourbon base and, and whiskey based cocktails that we do on the show typically um so for me you know but i i felt like there was a little bit of creaminess in it as well though the last time i smoked it um not picking up on that as much but that's kind of why i went with the uh, the white russian uh i do feel like the the uh cock 
coffee liqueur that I use is a little bit stronger than like your g generic Kahluas of the world. So it's got a really strong coffee character. And I think the, um, the half and half did a good job of kind of diluting that and kind of muting um, some of that like sharp coffee character. So it's a, a more of a nuanced coffee that, um, that, uh, that, that I think really works with this cigar. The intensity works perfectly. My drink's not overpowering the cigar. I, I'm not sure that I'm ready to say that like the sum is greater than that of its parts, but it's working really well together. It's been a really like pleasant pairing going back and forth between the two. There's a thumbs up or. Oh, and, and yeah, for me, it's a thumbs up. Yeah, this is working well. Yeah. Okay. Um, good, good. I agree with uh, many of the things that you're saying about the cigar. I'm getting a, a stronger flavor profile. I think uh, just overall, um, cause I think you, you referenced uh, like, um, medium minus uh in intensity I said medium uh, mild but yeah, yeah which yeah. is about, same, same yeah. kind of thing yeah medium minus medium uh mild to medium um to me i get it's it's a pretty solid medium not medium plus or anything like that but there's definitely a lot of flavor going on here and yep. with this this uh lefty belgian blonde here it is um it's it's kind of <clears throat> The viscosity of these beers, and I think it's it's all because of the carbonation, and I think we've talked about this before, because the carbonation on these some of these uh, Belgian beers is it's intense in like in the beginning, like you get a pretty hefty head on these things, but the the uh, carbonation throughout the beer is not really. I don't know. I'm not really using my words correctly here, but I think Randy, I think you know what I'm trying to get at is there's there's a lot of carbonation kind of up front. Um, and it's a very, they're very filling beers because the, 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 and the yeast character is very, very filling. Um, but I get that, like I was talking about that honeyed flavor, the, mm. the combination of the two for me is kind of like a honey nut Cheerios kind of oh, situation. Wow. I do get some of that nutty character that, uh, Jordan mentioned in there. Um, and I'll, I'll agree with you that the, um, the clove isn't super prominent. I do get a lot of cabinet spice. It's almost more of a cinnamony kind of spice, but I think some of that's coming from the beer as well. Um, and the kind of the fruity esters in the uh, from the beer in the in the aroma are very very nice with that. It's almost kind of a banana vibe to that. Um, I really dig it actually a lot more than I thought I would. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the honey nut Cheerios is kind of the 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 best descriptor. And I was worried that the the spiciness overall spiciness uh, of this uh, of of the Belgian blonde was gonna overpower the cigar but it didn't at all really the cigar stood up to it to me it was a thumbs up and it was i was kind of surprised at how good it was uh and just for reference i have switched to this uh, rare breed uh rye uh from wild turkey that's uh 112 uh per, one, 112 proof and it is uh, kind of crushing the cigar a little bit so i think sure. that this i think this cigar is could be pretty versatile for uh, for pairing uh from a pairing standpoint but i wouldn't go with anything barrel proof anything too heavy right. um but uh because you're going to lose a lot of the nuance of, yeah. uh, of the cigar the blend's really beautiful it's 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 a really it's very nicaraguan without having that esteli right. spice that you mentioned i think the way you described it was spot on so yeah for me it's definitely a thumbs up uh i thought it was a pretty damn good pairing uh boys how's the rum working out i imagine quite well uh in the in the words of the immortal randy griggs i think i cracked the code for this cigar <laughs> like this is this is the perfect pairing for this cigar. The cigar has got, uh, like like Randy and, and Robbie said, it's got a lot of uh, cinnamon and cabinet spice and even maybe a, a little bit of graham crackery kind of flavor. Mm. The, mm. the rum doesn't try to be the main guy. It's kind of like the, the guy at the airport. It's a good wingman. 
It's yeah, the guy at the airport with the, the you know the little uh, the he's just kind of like guiding like it along. He's like, come on, cigar, you you can <laughs> you can park right over there and in, in gate twenty three. I'm just here to kind of point you in the right direction. And uh, the rum kind of stands back a little bit. It's got sweetness. Uh, doesn't have any kind of bite at all to it. Um, doesn't try to take over. For me, this is a, a saw. I think this rum and the cigar actually do uh, make the pairing better. They are the sum of the parts are a little better. Uh, Jordan, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's going great. Uh, cigars medium bodied, maybe medium plus. Uh, I think I agree with most of the flavor notes that Robbie listed that I said back in the day. I don't know when I I think I wrote that for the cigar of the year. Um, I would say the mustiness is, I still think that's kind of the signature. That's what sets it apart. And some guys were confusing that with muskiness in the comments. It, muskiness would be more of like an animal sweat, like Cuban-esque sort of a flavor profile where mustiness would be more like a, a basement cellar, kind of a grandma's coat closet kind of a note to it. Uh, and I think this has more of that to it. Um, Off-balls? Yes, you know, the a must uh, seller must. Um, it's uh, the. I still think the cloving, the cloviness, clove stands out. Uh, I don't think it's like a, like an intensity. Like it's like a. It's not like a sharp spice or anything. But it's in the in the actual flavor, I still get that clove note. Um, uh, but it's not this. It's not the sweetest uh, Aganorsa cigar. So the rum is adding that sweetness to it. Um, in comparison to uh, the Nicaraguan rums that we've been drinking the last week, this is not yeah. maybe not as doesn't have as much of a sharpness to it. It's more sweet, uh, so it adds yeah. kind of like this caramel sweetness to the cigar that the cigar might be missing a bit of that sweetness. And I, I'm digging the pairing; it's great. Yeah, where, where is the rum from? This what country? I think it is from what? Panama. Oh, Panama. Panama. Yeah, it's Panamanian. Ah, it's Panamanian. Panamanian. So there you go. That's good. That's good. Thank good, you, Scotty. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Jordan, should we get into some of these audience pairings here? Let's do it. Do it, do it, do it. All right. And I'm here. We've got uh, Kevin Acuff. He's doing, uh, him and Barb are doing the spiced chai tea with the cigar. Spices in the tea enhance the spice and wood notes of the cigar. I like that. I like that. That's a good one. Strong effort from the Nathan Stewart doing the cigar with the Brave Bill cocktail, which is tequila black Russian. The cocktail has a strange evergreen sap flavor that's pairing quite nicely with the pepperiness of the cigar. A little weird, but it's a great pairing. All right, yeah, I like. You know what I like about that one? He took he took a Outside he took a box. risk. Yeah, I like the yeah, yeah, risk. Yeah, definitely. Joshua Rivas is going with uh, IBC root beer. Uh, the crisp, creamy vanilla and caramel of the drink are enhancing the wood, earth, and baking spices of the cigar. Perhaps my perfect pairing. You always want to enhance your wood. That's no laughs <laughs> no references to hymns at all bill powers is he's pairing uh he's pairing the service with gold rush uh bourbon honey syrup nice. lemon juice getting the spices and and saltiness from the cigar and it's working great with the sweet and sour of the drink getting the palate mm. head on mm. gold rush nice. i like that i like the gold rush option yeah yeah, yeah. All right, Mike Hakins, he's got it with the old-fashioned, a uh, maple old-fashioned. The spice and mm. vegetable, vegetal, vegetable notes are subdued and morph into a more baking note while enhancing the maple flavor of the drink. That's also okay. good. Maple, I like that. Yep. David Wolf's got a warped 
Oh, no. That's why is that even in there? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go on, David. I'm sorry. Wolfman. <laughs> He's playing along, you know. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Moses is doing Samuel Smith's Nut Brown Ale and Cerberus. Uh, the roasted malt and hops are nice, but I still prefer a stout. Cigar is the star in this pairing. Okay. And I've got one more. Barry is doing uh, Cerberus paired with a 2019 Austin Hope Paso Roble. How do you say that? Roble? Robles? Paso, Robles. Paso Robles. Robles. Rob- what? Depending on who you ask. Robles or Robles? Cabernet. Yeah, Robles. Uh, Robles. Ca- uh, the <laughs> wine's juicy cherry baking spices, tobacco notes, plays well with the baking spices, and light pepper of the cigar. Neither one overruns the other. Delicious. I could see that being good. That's uh, I've actually oh, nice. had that uh, that exact wine, and it is quite uh, quite tasty. They make uh, Austin Hope makes some good stuff. Boom! Audience go. pairings. I don't know. What Audience you, I'm, I'm, pairings. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and vote first, and I'm going to go with the with that last pairing. I don't remember who it was. Barry? The one that you just did the Barry. Austin Hope, uh, the 2019 Austin Hope. Was it a cab? Uh, past you are s- you are cab? Yeah. such a slave like to recency bias. It's insane. <laughs> Robbie gets into the wine world, and now every single pairing with wine, he's like, "That's the one." That's just I. The best. I like it when people when people kind of go outside the box. What was the other outside the Me box too. one? Was the black was the tequila black Russian? That mm-hmm. was probably my second one, even though that cocktail sounds disgusting. But it's different. Does not that's, sound disgusting. It's funny because I was looking into that. I don't even know what's, what Russian. is a black Russian. What is a black Russian? Uh, I was just looking at these, so I, I'm going to go with a toasted almond on my next Russian because that is amaretto with uh, coffee liqueur and uh, cream. But black Russian is, I don't know. Is the black just without the cream? Is that what it is? Just sand uh-huh. cream? I can't remember. How, is it really a Russian I'll, without the cream? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look it up while you guys discuss. All right, where, all right, all right Jordan and, and Eric, put on your thinking caps because you're going to need a tiebreaker. A lot of times I, we well, I know, I know which one I'm picking already. All right, well, well I'm just going to say mine, um, okay. and, and it goes to the second uh, Hall of Fame uh, pair um, team in Cigar Dojo Land. I'm going Chai Tea. Yeah, that's exactly what I was picking. That's exactly what I was picking. I'm going Kevin and Barb with the uh, chai tea. I think that sounds like a that's a, a really really smart and uh, wise choice for this particular cigar. I, like I would have gone yeah, I, Bill Powers, by the way. Oh, I love the, I love the Gold Rush. I, I'm I'm yeah, that's an interesting cocktail too. Yeah, uh, everything with for, bourbon scares me with with this cigar. I, th- I think the citrus um, might have like toned it down a bit, but um, but. You know, something that occurred to me, Rob, I don't know how you feel about this. I don't know that we've ever talked about this uh, deliberately. But let's as talk we about go it now. Th- let, let's do that because I'd love let's for. <laughs> um, I, I think um, for me, we have we have kind of our, our personal like uh, skew on, on some of these things. And as most of the audience has, has now picked up, like we really appreciate when people um, put some emphasis and, and, and effort into their their tasting notes. So, you know, that's really going to. Uh, push us over the edge one way or the other. I think with, um, I think that a pairing that elevates the cigar specifically is probably like a soft spot for me. I'm like, we're, we're here doing a cigar show. You only get to smoke so many cigars in life. Um, you don't take a little break away from, uh, the daily grind of family and work and everything else. And, you know, for, for me with these pairings, I want to emphasize and, and enhance that cigar smoking experience to the fullest. And so while I always talk about, like, I think they both need to bring each other up in a, in a perfect pairing, 
I'm I'm I probably edge a little bit to the side of I want the cigar to be you know put on its best pedestal the best chance that I'm going to really enjoy the flavors of the cigar enhance those flavors um, is always going to be something that I probably lean a little bit heavier to and so with that chai tea um, bringing out some of those characteristics and like enhancing those characteristics of the cigar is um, is kind of a soft spot for me uh, I think we've talked about this not really like directly when but we have talked about it in, in different contexts um, as far as what do we want out of our pairings right um, for me, it depends. I can, if, if it's a cigar, it depends on how I come up with my pairing, right? If, if I say, Hey, I want to smoke this cigar. What do I think would be good with it? That's what I did tonight. So I'm smoking, we're smoking the uh, Cerberus. What do I think would go well with it? Oh, well, this beer's got some, right. some, some of the similar notes. So I'll, let's do that. Um, but if I were to smoke a tequila black Russian, which is, uh, tequila and Kahlua, I think, and there's probably vodka in there to make it a Russian, but uh, I think that's pretty much all that it is. Uh, But so if I was going to drink that, then I would, if if that's what I decided I want to have, I want to have a tequila black Russian, what would go well with it? So I guess it just depends on what my mindset is going into uh, into the pairing. If I wanted to make a blanket statement, I would probably agree with you that I think the cigar is the more important part of, uh, this is a cigar show. I mean, that's, it's the most, it's, we care more about the cigar uh, in our pairings for the most part uh, than we do. But we, we also, we split up these, these uh, segments where we're drinking the same thing. And on, on those, those segments where we're drinking the Mm -hmm. same thing, we're thinking about our pairing a little bit differently. So I guess it just kind of depends. Yeah. I guess it just kind of depends on, uh, on the goal, uh, so to speak. But again, I I think if if I had to, yeah, if, if I had to, thank you. If I had to come down to one thing, I would say, yeah, I definitely want the cigar to shine. But ultimately, we want them both to, you know, rising tide and all that, which is, let's be honest, not all that common. It's tough to find a flavor profile in two very different uh, flavor delivery mechanisms to uh, to jive that well way, right? Well said. Yeah. Can we hashtag flavor delivery yeah. mechanisms? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, see, I was now I lost the rest of my thought, but it's it's difficult. I mean, it really is to to get a pairing yeah. that works really well, and and sometimes like tonight's pairing, like for me, I was surprised uh, when you said that you're like, oh, I'll tell you why it's wrong. It's like, yeah, you're probably right that this is going to be a bad pairing. I wanted to try something a little bit different, and I thought some of these flavor profiles might there might be some synergy there, and it worked. It doesn't always yeah. work. Yeah, we've had. I mean, we that's why we're going to do some of these wild card episodes where we're revisiting. Uh, either a cigar or a drink because we felt like we had a good pairing that just didn't come together, uh, right. which I think is a fun exercise to go back and revisit. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, we're kind of in lockstep as far as you know what our goals are, and, and that's really going to depend on what we're what we're looking for out of the pairing. So, so where to now, Jordan? We got we have, some uh, votes. Let's boys. see who won. It's something like. Oh, Randy no, with thirty nine percent, and interestingly, Robbie inter- interestingly, with sixty one percent. Interestingly, is that a word? Uh, yeah, uh, same same vote percentage on Facebook and YouTube. Wow, I no love one, it when a plan no comes feeling, together, boys. Yeah, yeah. No one is feeling the the milk based cocktail. I, I I knew that would be uh, kind of a slap in the face to traditional pairing uh, efforts, but. 
hey, I'm a big fan of Big Lebowski, and I wanted <laughs> to try a White Russian. I figured this was as good of a time to try as This as was the ever. wrong time to try. Well, you know, uh, Randy, <laughs> Randy, I don't know if you remember this, but on the tour, on the tour of Podomo, Nick, like, specifically mentioned uh, that cocktail as as being uh, pretty good. And I, I remember at the time thinking, I don't know, like, you know, that that lactose like covers your tongue. Like, I don't know if that's a great pairing or not, but it was, um, it was, a, it was, it was a brave choice by you. Didn't pay off cotton, but, uh, you, you went for yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'm, choice, I, cotton. yeah, I, I feel, I feel good about it. The dude abides, uh, you know, I do it for the show. <laughs> I want, I want to bring different things to, to the equation instead of just, you know, Pairing a beer or a burger <laughs> a cigar. Like, it's, like, it's a good it, try. It's a beer that we've never had on the show. Yeah, no, I, I, I do we find both, it funny. We though, both that, did that something you, we never had on the show, so I was actually kind of yeah. proud of us tonight for, yeah, for going no, outside. No, I, I just think it's funny you tease me about like not going out on a limb when I was like, I don't know, cock, uh, lactose-based cocktail is a, is, is a bit of a, a stretch. Um, and it worked really well, you know, for, whether, whether you voted for, for Robbie or Randy is kind of irrelevant to me. I want you guys to, um, to expand your and broaden your horizons and try things that you wouldn't normally feel comfortable with. And, uh, you know, um, maybe only 39% of you or 31% of you uh, would enjoy this cocktail, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought, I thought it was fun. I, I'm gonna, definitely going to incorporate uh, a white Russian and some mm. other um, uh, other various uh milk based cocktails going forward and see if we find something that that works really well honestly you know it's funny i i bought a bunch of uh cigars this week that is uh, funny co- yeah yeah uh, go figure <laughs> well it, it's I, I i always um i always talk about uh you know i came into cigar smoking as a, such a huge like just maduro head wanted thick and rich and espresso and chocolate and and now i'm literally like find myself like googling what's the creamiest connecticut cigar i like i i i want to yeah i want to dive more into like like more connecticut's about a few different boxes of connecticut's this week um and so i i definitely see more blood uh, more uh white russians in my in my future were they all perdomos Half of them were. More than half of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I, I, I also, I, I also got the yeah the, yeah. You know what? That that's the one thing that like uh, was solidified for me on this trip is like, um, if you want a very robust, full flavored sun grown, or you want a a edgy and intensely flavored Connecticut. Perdomo is a brand, man. Perdomo does it when it comes to to like those two specific like. Now, now for me, I I celebrate the entire catalog of uh, flavor profiles, and so I I do like to, um, you know, shop very, a very myriad of brands um, for for what they bring to the table uh, from flavor standpoint. But the Connecticut's and the Sungrounds from Perdomo are just That's so what goddamn I good. find so interesting is that for a company as vertically integrated as they are, I mean, they do literally everything themselves. Their, for me, their standout blends are their Connecticut's. Which that's the only thing yeah. that they base. That's basically the only thing that they buy is Connecticut tobacco. And that, that's their standout blend. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. That's funny. Everything yes. else, Robbie, to that point, they grow everything but their Connecticut wrapper. I mean, obviously, right. they're growing so, the, the filler and the binder, of course. But. Sure, right, of right, course. Right. I, I know what vertical integration means. 
<laughs> so what you what they do is so 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 they start with the seed, okay? So seed so okay, so here's how it works. Um, no, that's that's uh, I'm Randy. I'm glad to hear that uh, that you're broadening your uh, horizons um, on the cigar oh. side. I remember I remember when you were uh, when you were all you were all about the the big heavy maduros and and uh, we were we were trying really hard to pull you over to the to the light side from the dark side. And, uh, I think it's, I think it's, 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 I working. fought tooth and nail. I fought tooth what? and nail. I remember you, you gave did. me a Davidoff anniversary and I was like, this has no flavor. Well, I, I, I want a cigar with flavor. Gosh, darn it. What is, what is this pale this thing in my mouth? Um, is this a cigar for ants? <laughs> uh, I want to thank the audience for, uh, for seeing the light and, uh, and voting, uh, and voting for uh, for <laughs> truth, justice, and the American way uh, tonight on the show, uh, and and supporting our Belgian friends uh, from 2600 AD or whatever that. <laughs> uh, actually, we're not we're not even at 2600. Now now it's weird. Now now we're, see the multiverse really screws everything. Up. <laughs> Boys, what's going on on Smoke Night Live this Friday? All right, so uh, I've had three amazing show ideas for Friday, and all three of them have fallen apart. So I don't exactly <laughs> know what is going to happen on. I promise you this. Uh, we will have a show Friday night, and it's going to be freaking amazing. But uh, what I do have to tell you guys is we finally, after so much time, we have our new products up. Um, and, and, and Jordan, maybe you can show this as I talk about it. We have the brand new... Uh, Cigar Dojo Crystal Ashtray, which has been everybody has been dying to mm. order this, and I have to tell Sexy. you, it's there's only nine left already, and so the oh entire gosh. order is almost gone. Um, oh so gosh. if you want to get your hands on this bad boy, uh, you're probably going to want to order it tonight or tomorrow at the at the latest. Um, so people were wondering why we, it, did it take so long for us to get the Crystal Ashtray up. Because we, we wanted to get all three of these products up at the same time so that if people wanted to order multiples, uh, we could just ship them all at the exact same time. Uh, the next one is uh, the Paleo, the Dojo Paleo Cutter. Um, this is my favorite. This is the sharpest cutter that you can get for uh, under $30. I mean, this thing is a, it's a beast at cutting cigars. Now, if you like the super big ring gauges, uh, maybe not for you. It'll cut up to a 60 ring gauge cigar, but it is an absolutely fantastic cutter. So that's up. And then finally, we have our Paleo uh, lighters. This is a very cheap lighter, but we wanted to come up with a lighter that was uh, cheap, but it worked good. And this Paleo, we test Jordan. How long did we test this freaking lighter? Thousands of lights. We we tested it so in depth. So here's how this works. If you order the Paleo uh, lighter. You're going to get one of each of these. Did you see? Oh, put that back up for a second, Jordan, please. Uh, you'll get one of the uh, ones that has the Dojo logo on it, and you'll get one that has the CD logo on it. The colors vary, so you're going to get whatever colors you get. Like, you don't pick the colors. But when you order, you're going to get two lighters. So just keep that in mind. Uh, every uh, order comes with two of those lighters, and there's plenty of those and plenty of the Paleo Cutter, the, the, the Crystal Ashtray. I can tell you right now, that thing's gone... Uh, super fast, uh, maybe sold out by tomorrow morning. But uh, grab these while you can, and then uh, we'll have something fun on Smoke Night Live, boys. Thank you guys for uh, allowing me to go through that. Beautiful. Those uh, I, you you referenced cheap on those lighters. I wouldn't say cheap. I would say uh, inexpensive. Uh, Randy, Randy, 
Andy's. Uh, he, they, yeah, those, you're right. You're those, right, Robbie. Those lighters are like you could beat the hell out of those things. Like you could just stick them in your golf bag when you golf once a year, and then they will work every time you go out to use them. Those, you know what's oh, yeah. I, I Rob, think, Robbie, my favorite part is that yeah. the adjuster is just one of these big knobs. You don't have to stick your fingernail in there or anything. You know, <laughs> just. And, and Jordan, uh, run one other quick thing on that is it's a triple torch uh, lighter, but the the uh, torches are aimed. They're aimed so that they come to a point, whereas a lot of triple torch lighters are just straight up. Uh, these ones are, are pointed towards each other, so you get a nice fine point on it. It's great for if you're golfing or any, really anything else, but it's a great little lighter. Nice. Yeah, I dig those. Uh, the, my only uh, feedback, uh, no one asked me and no one cares, uh, but uh, if you had some orange uh, versions of those lighters, I'd I'd buy a couple five packs myself. Yeah, there was there was uh, no orange available, so uh, well, we need, let's sorry. work on that because that's, uh, that's a big part of. <laughs> you didn't even part say of pink, huh? Was... Oh well, I mean, Strange. I know pink isn't an option, but special <laughs> order some pink, some orange. I will uh, I'll take a whole case. Uh, these things are amazing, uh, Randy. I don't I hate to interrupt your texting over there, but um, what uh, what's coming up next week? We've got uh, we're 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 really kicking off the first segment. So tonight was technically a wild card. Uh, we're kind of breaking our own rules here because we want to do uh, five cigars in this segment as opposed to four. So which is uh, which cigar are we pairing next week for sure? Because we lied to the audience last time. Let's uh, let's atone for our sins and yes. uh, and come correct as the kids used to say. Ooh, I, I like that. Yeah. So we will be smoking the Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf next week. Uh, now, Chad to Chad, I I I, I struggle with numbers um, I, when my hands are filled with drinks with all the time. I'm all I'm always double fisted, so it's hard for me to use my fingers to count. Um, and so we started with uh, number seven, but we will um, we will now from this point forward move move to the um, the kind of countdown vibe that we were talking about so we'll start with the number nine cigar of the year in alec bradley double broadleaf uh we will follow that up with the number four new world dorado and then we will finish off oh then we'll go to the number three the knuckle sandwich and bottles like something's missing and then we'll finish off with the number one cigar of the year liga pravada h99 is uh as eric said if you haven't got your hands on these packs yet they're gonna come back online uh any minute here and they have been given all the assurances in the world by uh smoking they will be able to execute the sale and shipping of the three winners at the end of the segment so uh get your hands on these cigars ladies and gentlemen join along in the um uh, in the pairing with us post your pairings if you win you're gonna win another five cigars this is a, this is a good deal same. So every everyone who shows up, everyone who showed up tonight, and mm-hmm. used the hashtag pairing for to tell us what their pairing was, is entered in the contest. Did I understand that correctly? No, no, just the winners. The winners. So oh, ba- oh so Kevin and Barb now Kevin have Barb. I see. Uh, now have their name in the hat, and so they are entered to win one of the five. So packs. there there will be five people in five names in the hat, and three of those names are going to win. That's correct. It's those good are good odds. odds. Yeah, it's good those are good odds. That's, that's strong. That's Vegas ain't got nothing on us. Hey, and I apologize <laughs> for my texting d- during the show, but I just purchased one of the last eight uh, ashtrays left. Yeah, we can see in your in your glasses <laughs> reflection. Yeah, it's a, we, we, I knew you were doing some shopping earlier. I just didn't know it was on. 
on on the dojo. That's that's fantastic. I love it. All right, this was a lot of fun. Thanks everybody for uh, for tuning in to another great show. Uh, I picked on Randy a lot tonight, um, so I apologize for that. Still, <laughs> uh, still trying to uh, to to sort out some uh, some things in my head. Do it, it's it bums me out from your childhood. No, my mom had to put a dog down. I mean, Coco's been around for 15 years in our family, so uh, it's kind of uh, kind of a tough day. So uh, I took it out on you, and I appreciate you being a, a good sport, and I appreciate everyone for lifting my spirits by voting again for truth, justice, in the American way. Uh, it was uh, it's just a, a beautiful thing. I love it when a plan comes together, as they say. Randy, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues. Honest Dave here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or we're gonna be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness.